Hey, this is Liz. This is Heather. This week, we are doing our first in a new series called The Women Of, and we are covering The Women of Villainy. All right, hit that music. Let's tell our listeners about this new series that we're working. We just did the Does It Hold Up series to start that off. And that's a segment that we're going to continue to run over time because we enjoyed doing I enjoyed that quite a bit. Actually. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So this is one is one that I've been wanting to do for I've been percolating on this for for a couple of months now. And I thought it would be really fun to start a series called The Women Of and then start to explore some of our favorite fandoms and there are female characters that live within it, or sometimes perhaps the lack of female characters within them. Yeah. Okay, so um, this week, we have decided to start off, we actually did a randomizer, just because there were so many awesome fandoms that we've got on a list. Like, seriously, I've got a whiteboard full of these things. Uh, and the one that the randomizer picked was the Women of Villainy. So yeah. this was one of your suggestions, Heather. Now, normally, most of them were the women of, you know, like DC, right? But mm -hmm. really sprinkled in there, the, there's a lot of female villains. And I would like to explore that. So I put villainy as if it were a fandom. And you know what? I know some people and villainy is like one of their things. I think it's become a much more popular thing for people to like these days than maybe it would have been back in the day. Like, I remember back in the day when we were kids, like, you know, when we would play good guys, bad guys, cops and robbers, those kind of things, you didn't ever really want to be the bad guy. Yeah. Well, that was before they made the villains so good looking. Like, villains yeah. for a long time were not good looking. Have you seen the Jafar in the new Aladdin? He is hot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, looking through this, I... I would totally agree with you on that. So before we get started on that, I want to give a listener shout out. We've been getting a couple of really cool comments and emails here and there. And I thought it'd be really great because I, I like when I can tell that someone has actually listened to an episode and you related to it enough that you wanted to contact us. Then I, I think that that deserves a little shout out. So uh, we've got uh, Heather is a fan from Instagram. We actually met Heather at Comic Palooza this past year. She's been a fan and following us for a couple of years now. She's super cool. She makes art and amazing stuff. So she left us one this morning, actually. Oh, sweet. And it was about last week's Growing Up Geek podcast. Uh, Heather says, this was a great podcast. I could relate to a lot. Y'all crack me up. I have, I too have issues trying to dress up my ridiculously extensive closet full of Darth Vader tees and other nerdy shirts, but I manage. I don't have many big girl clothes. Parentheses, dressy, lol. So we feel you, Heather. We got it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I have been, I'll tell you my little trick, by the way. I have been finding that a fun tee under a blazer is starting to be kind of my thing now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's kind of that's kind of mine as well although this past weekend i bought a skirt what? like i don't i know it was weird but i i've been thinking like i really I, I don't know i'm over 40 now and i'm kind of like maybe i should just resign to like the moo moo house dress thing but i don't want to because <laughs> in my brain i still don't but i'm also like hmm, it's actually a really comfortable idea so i've i've settled on a skirt instead and it's mm -hmm. a very casual skirt i've got a couple of them i've got one that's actually a princess mononoke yeah. anime skirt that i bought a couple of years ago or about last year from her universe 
And this one is just like a floral skirt, but it's real light and airy and I'm wearing it right now. And it's like, huh, that's actually surprisingly comfortable for laying around the house. Yeah, I've got like this full length, like just cotton soft skirt and I never wear it. But I always think, why don't I wear that? That's comfy and I can wander around not wearing any pants. It'd be nice, I know. but I, I well, never see, that's do. the thing. Like, I would love to go back to pantsless. Pantsless is my natural state of being and the way I would prefer to be. But since I have a parental figure that lives here in my household with me, it's it's not really a comfortable thing to do. It's not <laughs> something I'm going to do beyond the confines of my bedroom door. So the skirt is kind of a way to be pantsless, but not weird. Yeah, I got you. So. Yeah, All so right. we'll see. Um, we also got a uh, email from Martina Smith, and she was just really cute because she was talking about the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. And she said, OMG, I just discovered your podcast and listened to number 130 about the movie DTMTBD. <laughs> I know it's hard to say that, but uh, sorry, I'm just throwing this in, in as a side. But it's so much easier than saying I've been don't, writing it that way, too. <laughs> don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, because really, okay. Anyway, back to Martina. Uh, So she said, you ladies said everything I always thought about this movie and more. I love your show and we'll be listening from now on. Love (laughs) y'all. Thank you, Martina. We love you, too. Yeah. So that was that was fun because I'm glad that other people had the same opinions about that show. And when we Mm -hmm. were talking, we did not talk about it beforehand if we Mm -mm. had the same kind of opinion. So, you know, you got to see us go, yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think what you guys will hear with us a lot, we don't discuss our show notes with each other beforehand, unless we have like a really structured show that we're, that we're working through or maybe a book club where we want to ask specific sections or like we had uh, Jennifer Tracy on for mom culture and we had, you know, you want to seem a little professional when you have a guest on. so. But but for the most part, this is our honest opinion. We have not gone through our list of villains today with each other at all. So you're getting it raw. All right. But slightly edited. So. <laughs> edited, but not discussed. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, we just we have a list and we'll, there'll probably be a lot of overlaps. We'll find out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Little we'll peek see how be- behind the curtain of nerdy bitches. All right. So if villainy were a fandom, which I decided was the way female villains are written. Number one, they're evil to the bone and there is no redeeming of them. Mm -hmm. Straight up evil bitch. Yes. Or two, they're well written and they have a justification, although maybe not to the extreme in which they are running with it. You kind of understand where they're coming from. And I'm just going to throw this out for Game of Thrones spoilers. I'm not going to say any, but there's obviously I'm going to be missing a major one. And that's Mm. that's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. I want some people to get a chance to watch the fucking show. All right. Liz. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so that's what we that's how we're going to rank this. We're going to say, you know, who we find and whether we think they are, are, in fact, just an evil bitch or justifiably homicidal. Because I think I think that up until, let's say, maybe about 15, 20 years ago, they were just mostly written as straight up bitches. Right. Yes. Really not any reasoning behind it other than pure spite or jealousy. But as we've moved forward and we have certain 
fandoms coming out and doing kind of like a through the looking glass view almost. So like the first one that comes to my mind is Wicked, right? Yeah. So Wicked is kind of the the alternate universe or the other side of the coin, if you will, for The Wizard of Oz. And it talks about the Wicked Witch of the West, whose name is Alphaba. Like she's not even given a name in The Wizard of Oz. Like <laughs> they never say what she's just the Wicked Witch of the West. So, you know, looking at her like from that movie perspective, you can see, oh, she's just evil. But if you read the book and see the play, there are absolutely reasons behind what's happening in her world. Yeah. So I think it's cool that we're starting to get more layered characters, that it's not just straight up evil bitch all the time just because or just because she's on her period. But it's much more of a, hey, these people have had some shit happen. So I like that we're they're making the distinction between the two. I'd also like to say that on my personal list, I did not go with a lot of Disney villains, though I think that's probably where most people's yeah. head go first. I only put two on my list. Yeah. I have a couple on there, but they're they're more from like live action or have one on there from live action. But the reason I didn't is because I really find Disney to be a little bit offensive in their villains. It's all they're all female. Like there are very few male protagonists or like really bad guys. It's usually females, wicked queen, wicked stepmother, wicked, wicked, wicked. It's it's not usually the evil king, you know? Yeah. I mean, Jafar is a bad guy in Aladdin, but now a hot bad guy. Well, now he's hot. He was not hot in that cartoon. You know what? He kind of was hot in the cartoon. I'm just going to pull this closer. Maybe you've got a look. I don't know. (laughs) So let's let's start talking through our list. And then after that, we'll take a little break. And then we put a shout out into the universe of the interwebs. And we got a massive uh, response back. So we're going to take some time to address those and give some shout outs for people who participated as well. Okay, so I'll start with one Mm -hmm. of my villains, Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh, yeah, she's on my list. Yeah. So obviously, she's evil. She likes to like kill children and whatnot at Hogwarts. Yeah. In defense of her. It's hard to do. (laughs) It's hard to find defense. But I know. It's like, is there? Yeah. I I think, though, growing up ignorant is in itself a little bit of a defense. Not a great one. Obviously, they didn't do a very good job training her at Hogwarts. Yeah. But... It's hard for me to even picture Bellatrix at Hogwarts. Like, yeah. she seems the kind who would have been homeschooled, because that would have been way too much socializing with the, with the Muggleborns. Yeah. But she also grew up in a toxic family. And oh, yeah. Well, but, but her sister is a good person. What? She's, her sister is Nymphadora Tonks' mother, like oh. one of her sisters. She's got two sisters. One is Malfoy's mom, and the other is Tonks' mom. She's a nice person. Yeah, you're, so, you're right. So, you know, but, but I think her family was evil. So I think the good, it's almost like the, the uh, Munsters, right, where the good normal one is the outlier in that situation. So Yeah, because Sirius Black, obviously, mm-hmm. um, he got out. So it just took, it was hard to get out, especially mm-hmm. like Creature. Creature was also affected. Oh, he was a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Creature could have just stayed a house elf. Yeah. Forever. That's all I care about. So I'm going to say Bellatrix, although she did have some motivation. By the way, I loved her as a villain. She looked the mm-hmm. part. She had the crazy. I love the crazy eyes. Yeah. Helena Bonham Carter does such an amazing job at crazy. Oh, yeah. She's she, good. She plays crazy just to a T. Yeah. So I'm sure she's perfectly lovely, but she just she plays crazy. Yeah. Who do you have? Do you have anybody on the list that we can decide if they're just 
side or not? Uh, yes, actually. The number one that pops out for me in this situation is Maleficent yeah. from Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. So if we watch her via the Disney version, right, she is just evil fucking evil she is after a baby to stick it to somebody else and she's putting a curse on her and she's gonna die and blah. and it's just evil right there's nothing good about her in that at all however a few years ago they released a live action maleficent movie right and if you see this movie you will 100 percent realize why she is seen the way she is seen because that guy fucking ripped her wings off. He fucking stole her wings off her back, ripped, cut them off her back. This is not, he's basically just raped her right there. It was mm-hmm. terrible. So justifiable. And I will fight in her army because of that. Yes. This is like when John Wick snapped when his dog got killed. Same thing. <laughs> Who's the next villain on your list? All right. I have Cersei Lannister. Mm-hmm. She chopped up a lot. Yeah. You can't, um, she's through the whole series, so I'm not spoiling anything, but she's evil. Oh, yeah. In Game of Thrones. I haven't even watched past the first season, and I know know that. Yeah, and she keeps claiming that it's for the love of her children. Oh, please. And so that's the justification. It's for the lover of her brother. I think there's just something demented right there. Yeah, I know, but Jamie Lannister's hot, and so I I, I think that, but. He's not that hot. They're twins. (laughs) Right, yeah, gross. I know, like, like you know, like you're as hot as I am. So therefore, is that it happens? No, it happens a lot no. more than people like to think it does. I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. It's very common, especially back in the old days. It was very, very common. I mean, I saw flowers in the attic when I was a kid. That was terrifying. So, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but so that was her justifications. One, she wanted to hide the fucking of her brother. Two, mm. she loved her children, which were her brother's children. Mm-hmm. So justified, not justified. Not. Yeah. I, I never saw a maternal thing with her, even though they kept trying to say, just because she says aloud, and this is, by the way, a problem with all of Game of Thrones, just because things are said aloud does not mean it's consistent with their characters. No, from what from what I've seen of Cersei, just from the first season, but also just random snippets of being alive in a pop culture world, she does shit for herself. It's her own. She's saving her own ass. Yeah, she's trying to save her kid, but more so that she can stay accustomed to the lifestyle that she's in, not because she has this altruistic, you know, everything for her kids mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, she she makes the list a lot with our, yeah, our she's online e- voters. She's evil. So no justification. Any mm-hmm. justification that she gave about her kids is bullshit. It's all about her and her love of somebody that shared a womb with her. Mm-hmm. Gross. Gross. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so gross. Ugh. Anyway. All right. So the next one on my list, and it's probably on your list as well, is Hella from have Thor Hella Ragnarok. Too. Yeah played by Kate Blanchett, who is fabulous. And, you know, Hela is such an interesting character to me because she is super powerful. And that's awesome that we don't see that a lot in female characters, whether they're good or evil. So she is crazy, crazy powerful. But she's so interesting because she is a straight up evil bitch. 
and she's justifiably homicidal. Yeah. Like she, I, in my opinion, she is because again, she started out a straight up evil, crazy bitch working with her dad, destroying the world, doing what you have to do to conquer and rule. Blah blah blah. However, then he decides, eh, I'm I'm done with you. I don't need you anymore, and he condemns her to hell or whatever their version there is for eternity. Buries her. But yeah, forever. Yeah. Like, just buries her and her dog, like, the whole nine yards. And and just, like, forgets she exists. It's not like he killed her, which wouldn't have been great either. But he just, just like, banished her somewhere. And here, we saw it in Superman. When you try to banish people to nowhere, they will always come back. So yeah. either do the job or don't. That's my opinion. Not that I'm condoning that. I to swear to God, listening. with the exception of the Superman stuff, you have just said Every word I said to my husband about the justification <laughs> for Hella. It's like I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you could go ahead. Let's do this. Let's kill everybody we know so we can conquer the world. All right, you're doing a great job. Oh, by the way, I decided that that's a great job, but I don't want to do that anymore, so let me just right. condemn you for the rest of your life. I'm just going to hide this part that doesn't make look flattering to myself, yeah. which and her let's dog. Face it, Come on. I know. I'm more upset, I think, about the dog than the hell. Yeah, I but said the same thing. Dog. Again, she's she's one of those characters that I find, you know, and that's one thing I love about the Marvel Universe. And he's not a female, but Killmonger from Black Panther mm-hmm. is is much along these lines, right? Like, this is somebody I think, who's I think just... Killmonger has a lot more valid... <laughs> Well, he does. Well, uh, does he? You then, does then we he? used to we used to control was he the world him to hell no. with his dog. So again, but I, I'm saying more in the story writing yeah. aspect of it yeah. of giving him like super legitimate reasons for whatever it is that he's doing. Like you're you're like yeah, I mean. I can, I see it, you know, it's like, again, because villains in the past have always been one dimensional. They're just evil because reasons and story. Yeah. So, but I would compare the difference between Hela and Killmonger as follows. When you have somebody that used to do drugs with you and then you said, I'm not going to do drugs anymore. That's Hela. Okay. Hela's your druggy friend that was like, but she, we had so much fun. You you did not then lock your druggy friend in the basement of an apartment building and leave him there for 400,000 years. I mean, she was down there for like 1,500 years. Thor didn't even know she existed. This has been a while. Yes, but if it was somebody in your mind that you kind of locked the door on, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going to think like I'm this ex-addict and stuff, but no. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they're, I, like I said, she was already evil, right? She was born for evil. She was born for conquering. This is what she, they did. This was her whole, but honestly, it's also, it's also Odin's fault. He totally raised her to do that. They didn't name her Heather. They named her Hella. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You had a plan, sir. That's yeah. like when you name your kid Scar. Obviously, they're going to either get a scar or they're going to be an evil motherfucker. <laughs> or both. This is my kid shithead. <laughs> like, that's not somebody who's going to grow up to be a CEO somewhere. Yeah. I'm sorry. Shithead Jones is just not getting the job done. So, okay. But but yeah, so I think Hella is one that falls into both of them in that she is extraordinarily an evil bitch and justifiably homicidal. Yeah. So, All I'll right. go with it. So, Though I think her anger was misplaced. 
Yes, I know. She shouldn't have gone after Thor. She should have gone right. after the world, and then Thor would have to go after her. Like the oh, universe yeah. or, you know, whatever. Yeah, something. All right. So here's mine. The one that I think is really well written, and I really understand her. Carrie. Mm, yeah. So, like, her mom fucked her up, right? Yeah, big time. And she was bullied. A lot. Did everybody get what they deserved? I think so. I think they did. Yeah. I would have burned that motherfucker down myself. Yep. So. You know, especially high school students, they're awful. Awful oh, people. They're terrible. By the way, they're all like, uh, they're all fully grown when they were seeing them in high school. Like, yeah, that 48 <laughs> year Yeah. I know. I'm like, mm. so, yeah, I, I didn't even think about Carrie because I don't, I guess I don't see her as a villain. Yeah, she burns the shit down at the end, but I guess I see her as a victim getting revenge. So I'm kind of on her side. Yeah. I, I'm full on on her side. I'd say she's definitely justifiable. So she's the definite justifiable. Mm hmm. Uh, and Maleficent so far. Yep. And I'm going to give you another one that I feel is fully justifiable. Now, maybe if you go back into the full extent of the comics, maybe, maybe not. However, in the movies that we have uh, watched, <laughs> this is what I'm going to go with. And that's Catwoman. Yeah. Because we saw in Batman Returns. Is that what it was? Yeah. I don't know. The second one. Michelle Pfeiffer. Not a great Catwoman. However... She was fired by her boss. He threw her out a window. Some cats tried to eat her face. She had a really, really fucking bad day. And people were so rude to her and so dismissive of her. So you know what? Snap their heads off with a whip. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I am too. And I think that that's how DC kind of always portrayed mm -hmm. her is, yeah, she's a bad person. But like, really? Is it that bad? <laughs> there are there's so many levels and layers to bad i think that's the other thing i think as a woman that we get so marginalized in certain ways that we start to really put a lot of going well you know it's bad not not give me it's bad however yeah <laughs> this shitty thing happened to me and i almost snapped so i'm okay i'm kind of okay with it yeah. so it's and, and then I start worrying about myself that somehow maybe I'm a sociopath because I can think that way. But then I realize that if I'm worried about being a sociopath, I am, in fact, not a sociopath. So, so far. So far. No. I'm young still. So they tell me. But I think that that actually showing women snapping kind of helped helps me because then yeah. I think, OK, well, they snapped. Obviously, that went too far. So I'm not going to snap like somebody else can do it in fiction or on oxygen snapped uh mm -hmm. <laughs> or yep. o network snap whatever channel that's called now <laughs> i don't know it's, it's not called network. o network is it because that's weird that sounds like porn. it was <laughs> the the big o is that what it's called <laughs> no but that's my dad's nickname it's so creepy <laughs> <laughs> i'm not kidding <laughs> oh my god when i was a kid my you know back in the 80s it was like I live in Texas, so maybe it wasn't the thing everywhere, but it was the thing here to have a personalized belt, like a leather belt, like a rodeo kind of belt, uh, and like a giant belt buckle, like decorative. These people weren't cowboys. My dad's an accountant, but he had one when I was a kid, and on the back it just said Big O. It was really, I didn't know what it meant as a kid, and now I do, and now it makes me want to vomit. But, you know, oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about ursula okay i do not know what her motivations were other than she's a bitch jealous 
Yeah. That's not justifiable to me. I think she's just straight up an evil bitch. Yeah. She's purple, though. That's kind of cool. She's amazing. Like, I kind, I mean, I dig her, and I could see myself being her <laughs> in a lot of ways. However, <laughs> I don't think that I makes like her I like to sing, and, and, and purple's a nice shade. <laughs> I do. I like to sing. I would probably rock her outfit more than a mermaid shell, but, you know. Yeah. And and I'm sorry, but Flatsam and Jetsam are just way cooler uh, sidekick slash pets than Flounder and yeah. the crab. Sebastian. Yeah. So again, she just she just straight up was power hungry. She wanted to take over Triton. Although I'm, I'm maybe there's a backstory we don't know about where she dated Triton in high school and he screwed her over for the mermaid's mom. And became the king of the sea, and then she had to sit alone in a cave and be sad while he flaunted his weird mer children around. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. Maybe there'll be a live-action mermaid movie to come out at some point. I don't know oh, why. But... Th- no, there definitely will be. The reason why there will there be go. is because the patent laws, take or copyright laws, are 70 years. So once right. you get 70 years, you get a live-action uh, Little Mermaid. <laughs> So oh, there you go. So that they can uh, renew their copyright, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Even though Little Mermaid was a story long before Disney took it over, but whatever. Right. Yeah. No biggie. All right. So I want to pull one out that I think is just pure evil okay. because we've done some justifiable ones so far. So pure evil for me would be Dolores Umbridge. Oh, my God. I have Harry her. Potter. She's, she's right here. The first one I wrote down. Did you have her justified or evil? Oh, evil. They're, they have never justified yeah. anything with her. I was trying to no, think of just justification. Racist. Yes, that is it. It's just racism. That's not a mm-hmm. justification. No, she's power hungry, racist. Oh, yeah, all of it. So, yeah, no, she's just a straight up cunt. I got that written down. It's actually everyone <laughs> on here is either evil or justified. And hers I wrote down evil cunt. So evil cunt. beware. <laughs> that on a t-shirt straight up evil cunt (laughs) (laughs) s-u-e-c they try and make her more human by making her like cats and it was like that makes it worse it's so much worse yes that made it so much worse with the the sickly sweet pink like she even painted the stone walls on the inside of her office pink and all these weird little moving mewling cat plates Oh yeah, really? she and she played that. She, man, by the way, she'd be an excellent dude because she's got this villain down at the Inquisition or whatever the fuck it was. She's like, "Excuse me, are you trying to say that somebody here? Are you accusing us of having <laughs> ill intentions? Is that what you're trying right. to say on public it, record?" And she's, exactly, it sounds to me like you're saying, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." Okay, Cheryl Sandberg, we got gotcha. you. So, yes, Lord Bridge is a straight-up evil cunt, and we're putting it on a t-shirt. Yep, I like it. Okay, so checked her off the list. All right, this is the next one. This one is controversial. Oren Ishii. And she's on my list as well, as well as a very, mu- very much of an internet favorite. So Yeah, by the way, I think that she is the best part of the Kill Bill series, Volume 1 and Volume 2. Yeah. Volume 2, they try and do the same thing they did with Ripley and Aliens. She's like, and now here's a baby. Here's a kid to watch. Yeah, so this it. is her motivation. She wants to be a mom. Oh, and that's, that's just, just exploded. Yes. That, like, okay. And that's what men write <laughs> as, as uh, 
<laughs> as motivations for women, but whatever. I love her as a villain. She's I love her awesome. as a, yeah, she's badass. Like in Kill Bill, uh, you know, they, they tell her backstory as like, what do they call them? Like a comic movie yeah they call it yeah you know what i'm talking about like they did with watchmen mm-hmm. they basically it's like a moving comic yeah book. it's stylized yeah 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 whatever they yeah i'm sure there's a name and there i'm is sure there's a name. yelling at us go ahead so. and tweet it or uncle uh. paul or, or uh opera man here is yelling it at us too i don't know so but i love this i love that they did that because it's it's a super graphic thing that happens with her character that i don't know that anybody would really stomach live action especially since she was a kid in that time frame but the way they did it was super fucking cool and then you see her go into a board meeting and now here's the deal i hate meetings corporate meetings are my maybe one of my very least things favorite things on earth they are terrible and anybody who tries to extend one is awful and anybody who mansplains to me in the middle of a meeting especially if i'm the one holding the meeting is likely to get his head chopped off with a samurai sword, at least in my own mind. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I don't know that she's not justifiably homicidal. I really, I can see it. I, I think she's justified. Well, she watched her parents get killed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she went into the line of work that caused her parents to be killed. So although she has a great entrepreneurial spirit, Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would say that she's a good person or justified. I do like her. I did not say she was a good person. Good person and justified are not the same thing. I don't know if she's justified. That douche is mansplaining to me. I would have chopped his head off too. Oh, I, I I agree with that part. I'm just talking about that <laughs> that she raised herself to the highest level of this criminal organization. But criminal organizations are the reason why her parents were dead and killed in front of her. Is that they were the but, is that what you would normally do? You'd be like, oh, you know what? I want to be like those dudes, and then I want to. Batman run. did. I mean, he did it in a vengeance thing, but he's still killing people right and left. Batman, as of the eighties, he was just left wealthy. Kill. Yeah, if he was left poor, like she probably was, you have to make some just some choices and sacrifices. Yeah, I would be interested to see what would happen to Bruce Wayne if he were poor. Mm-hmm. Somebody write that. Yeah, write that, please. Poor, we're going to write that. There Poor is, Batman. Yeah, there is a alternate uh, where the Joker's the good guy and Batman's the bad guy, um, but I haven't read it. <laughs> yeah, okay. that, I, I think it's called the White like, Knight series, but I could be wrong with that, too. Yeah. I think that would make a good fan fiction. Maybe I'll look and see, because I'm about to do fan fiction again with uh, Mandy from Caster Quest. So maybe we'll yeah. see what we can find. I think poor that you'll find if Batman were poor, he would be a lot more like Catwoman. And so more kind of ends justify the means and mm-hmm. maybe not. So he's already there. He's just there and rich and has a God complex. Yeah. It's a lot different a when bit. you're like, oh, well, I can just grab these victims millions of dollars so they can cry in their money. Yeah. So. All right. So the next one on my list I'm going to pull out is actually Annie Wilkes. I have her. That was my next one, too. Yeah. Ah, nice. See, okay. So last episode, when we talked about growing up geek, one of the things that only geeks would understand is having a friend who, like another friend who is exactly on your nerdy wave level. And that's you and me, sister, right here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's why people like this show. Did you make her justified? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I did it too. <laughs> I uh, 
I, I kind of did. I can and see I where she's coming from. Yeah. I wrote this down because, as you know, I'm a giant book nerd and we have a reading challenge and I read a shit ton of books a year. And I'm like, she just wanted her favorite author to finish the next goddamn book. And I think anybody who is like a George R. R. Martin fan or a Michael Crichton fan or anybody who, well, Michael Crichton's dead now. So you're even like, what? So, but I think, <laughs> I think she just really wanted, she just really wanted that next book. And then when he tried to get, I, I can see it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I can totally see it, especially <laughs> when you are like you understand somebody that's really involved in their fandom and when mm-hmm. it gets completely fucked up. I'm talking to you, Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah, and I again, I think there's there's definitely a you know, a large dose of mental illness thrown into this to where this this fully justifies. So I think you could get her off on an insanity plea, like a real easy, one. Easy, easy. Yeah. But Again, I can, I can see it. I, I totally see that this lady was just going along, living her life, meeting the guy who has written the books that have changed her life. This is amazing. And then she finds the book and he's going to fucking destroy it all. And you're like, Argh. and think if you had the choice to make Game of Thrones better than what it ended up being, would you? Yeah, then a woman would actually be riding on the show. And that hasn't happened since season three. I mean, maybe not at that extent. But again, you could totally get her off with an insanity plea. Okay. Anyway, nonetheless, women can't write fantasy. What are you talking about? (laughs) (sighs) Dripping. All right. I didn't have anybody else. Who else did you have? Oh, I have a whole bunch more. Shit. Okay. Really? I'll go through. Yeah. Well, some of them I think are probably, some of them were sparked because I saw other people and go, oh, yeah, that's one of them. Okay. Uh, So can we do a speed round? I'll just go through them quickly. Let's do a speed round. Okay. Do a speed round. Okay. X-Men, Mystique. Justified. Justified. Totally. Uh, Alphaba from Wicked. Is, Wicked Witch. Is that the witch? Justified. Yep. Totally justified. Uh, Regina George from Mean Girls. Not justified. She's evil. Me neither. Total bitch. Uh, and then Joan Crawford, Mommy Dearest. Uh, not just, justified. And, and the sad thing, just because she's like a real fucking human, I'm going to go with just straight evil. Yeah, evil. Mostly because that movie terrified the shit out of me when I was a little kid, because I also... May have had a mom that liked hangers. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the last one I have on my list is is a he- she starts out as a villain and becomes more on the hero side down the line. And that is Nebula, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Justified. Yeah. She's totally justified. Thanos fucked her over. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And, the, so. and then she and she doesn't understand that what she's doing. I think that mm-hmm. is part of the reason why that's justified. Yeah, I think so. So let's take a break now that we've gone through our favorite villains. And we're when we come back, we are going to talk about your favorite villains. Our- Twitterverse. We'll see you in a minute. Hey, everybody. Brian here, host of the Bri5 podcast. And if you're looking for a podcast that reviews comic books, talks about nifty nerd news, and sometimes has interruptions from his wife or son, then look no further than the Bri5 podcast. New episodes are updated every Monday, and if you want bonus content, you can sign up for Patreon for as little as $1 a month, where you get extra episodes, videos, and more behind the scenes of the Bri5 podcast. So don't go another day without the Bri5 podcast in your life. Head over to bri5podcast.podbean.com and enlist in the Bri Fighter Squadron today. 
Hey, Heather, so have you been listening to a lot of podcasts this week? I have because I'm getting paid for them. I know. I love it. I've listened to probably 12 to 20 hours of podcasting in the last week, and it's just insane that I'm racking up the coins on PodCoin while I'm doing it. It's given me an excuse to listen to them because I'm able to either gather my coins for charity or actually gather my coins for me. Yay. So you guys should check out PodCoin too. We really love it. It's increased our listenership. We are earning coins for doing so. It's available if you are Apple or Android. Super fun. And if you want to get 300 free coins, all you have to do is use our code, which is nerdy, N-E-R-D-Y. And you can get those free coins to get you started. All right. So keep on listening. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned From Movies. And tonight, tonight, like every night, we bring you <laughs> questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you, as well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing. Yes, we're excellent beer reviewers, and as BJCP certified beer judges, we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that. The movies? <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies and uh, is he talking about BJing, Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? Woo! My top! And we're back. All right. So the first first round, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, because you wouldn't have just come in for the ads, uh, we talked about our favorite villains and whether or not they were evil or justifiably homicidal. And so now we're going to talk about what you, the listeners, have responded to our social media outcall for your favorite villains, female villains. And on Twitter, our post has gotten over 5,000 views, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, that's quite a bit. And... Yeah, we've had a lot of responses here. There's like 40 of them on here, so I'm just going to run through so fast. I bet there's, there's a lot that are repeated. There are a lot that are repeated. I'm trying to give shout outs to people. So if I skip you, it's probably because your stuff came in after our recording because things are still coming in. And I do apologize for that. We still love you. Thank you. Okay, so uh, our friends at Resolved Mysteries podcast said, Orin Aishi? I, so uh, yeah. her. And then L Driver, both from Kill Bill, bottom yeah. one. L Driver was a good one, too, but I just didn't think she was as good as Oren. We had so many things to say about her when we covered that show, so I'm just not even going to get to it. So uh, Steve, from Everything I Learned From Movies, said uh, Kathy Bates in Misery. So yep. Annie Wilkes, uh, Cersei from Game of Thrones yep. got thrown in there. Heather Lee says Hella, yep. which we love. Elisa at Fatalities Podcast has got a gif here of Dolores Umbridge. Yep. Uh, Flix X-Raid has said the Xenomorph Queen. I kind of like that. Oh, yeah. See, now, Craig brought that up, and I thought, I don't know if I count that, because, yes, she's while not a villain. Well, technically, okay. All right. Yes, not a villain, just likes to, like, kidnap babies. Well, <laughs> but, um, you know, they just threw the fact that she was female in just to kind of fuck with people. I think that that's it. Like it was probably Maybe. a dude the whole time. But if if you're you are the queen, it is your job to protect your hive of whatever it may be, children, bugs, whatever. Uh so and they came to her planet. She didn't come yeah. to theirs, so All right, you know. justified. We got it. Good. Justified. Yep. All right. Uh not your little lady has said Rita Repulsa from the Power Rangers. Okay. Um, also, if you sent me a GIF but did not explain who it is, and I don't know who it is, I apologize, but I'm going to have to keep moving. Yeah, so I don't know who that is. Some random person with some <laughs> random face doing some funny uh, thing. 
Okay, horror movie club podcast said post the trench bowl, trench bowl from Matilda, which yes. I don't, you ever see Matilda? I, I read the book and I don't recall anything. I just, Oh yeah, the headmistress of the school. <gasps> oh, yeah, like she yeah. remember she takes the little kid and swings him around by the pigtails and yeah. locks him in an iron maiden and all that shit. Good point. That's a good one. That, was, that wasn't on any was, of our list. Yeah. She was fucking terrifying. Um uh, so my worst date said Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction or yep. Sarah Michelle Geller in Cruel Intentions. Both good ones. Yeah, I'd say that Sarah Michelle Geller had kind of like just really this evil, like selfish motive where Glenn mm-hmm. Close was just mentally unstable. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I never saw Fatal Attraction. Uh, okay, so Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique has said uh, Callisto from Xena. Yes, I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Blue Stocking Circle, Carmen Sandiego. No. She said, uh, they, yeah, they said favorite female villain and the most stylish. So. Yeah, but I don't know what she's like. I would say that I see where you're to coming kid, from. To kid minds, Carmen Sandiego is a bad guy. Yeah, so but no, because you it. search for it, she gets away, and that's the fun of it. It's like really just an occupation at that point. Right. Okay, so Feminist Without Mystique, uh, Maleficent, mm-hmm. Geosis Movies, says, uh, give me all the puppies. Mama needs a new jacket. So Cruella DeVille. I'm surprised we didn't bring her up. But yeah, she was a, a Disney one. And really... She was one that... Yeah, she popped up for me. But because she was Disney, I kind of... But she is just crazy evil. Yes, I wouldn't say it's justifiable. But I do appreciate a nice jacket. So... But not one made of puppies. So... Cats, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So Heather's slightly psychotic. It's cool. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Uh, Izzy from Everything I Learned from Movies and Untidy Venus says Ursula. She also says the T-Rex from Jurassic Park, though she's actually a hero, but yeah. Uh, and Amanda Waller from the whole DC universe. Now, I agree with Amanda Waller. That bitch yeah. is straight up crazy and mean. She is, she is power hungry. And mm-hmm. um, though I do think that this is a great time to actually talk about something that you posted onto our Facebook page. Mm, yeah. Speaking about the T-Rex from Jurassic Park from uh, Queer Laura Barton. It said, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park is so quality. Like the little girl is a hacker. The main woman is sensibly dressed and smart and allowed to have agencies without people being like, no, women can't do that thing. And Jeff Goldblum is the one whose shirt is sexily open and whose injury causes him to lie in a strategic model pose to his best advantage. Plus, of course, the CGI and robotics were incredible. <laughs> and then Cat Bantry replied, and the dinosaurs are all girls. Hashtag strong female role models. Exactly. I think I actually got that from Izzy, to be honest. Oh, did so, you? We stole it <laughs> from Izzy twice. It first. Thank you, Izzy. Thank you, Izzy. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one here is from the Nerd Cantina. Uh, he's given us Hella. Yep. Uh, Helen Broom has said the other mother and Coraline, which I have not seen. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Good villain. Good villain. You know, you notice that a lot of these villains are villains because they're mothers and that just mm-hmm. makes it like, OK, this is how people write women. They're like, oh, they're a mom. So it's OK. They're allowed to be like protective mama bear. And it was like, oh, you're not allowed to be a protective mother bear if you're taking away the rights of some other human being. But whatever. Yeah. That's that. Whenever we write about a female villain, we make them snap. I want them to be crazy the whole fucking time. So Hela is probably good, uh, Mm -hmm. crazy the whole fucking time. Cersei Lannister, crazy the whole fucking time. 
Yeah, I think the ones that we see as evil are evil the whole time. The justifiable ones usually have had a snap. Yeah. How common is it to snap? Miss Psychology, um, master's degree. I think it happens more than you would think. Yeah, I think it's so too. <laughs> it's a, I, I think it happens a lot more <laughs> than you would think. And probably, a, and, and again, you know, we're just now getting into, and again, putting my psychologist hat on here, we are just now getting into the point of time where people are even remotely comfortable talking about mental illness or brain disorders or anything, hormonal disorders, anything like that, that makes people different from the status quo or whatever we see as that. So I'm sure that there have been so many things that have happened over years that have, again, there's been something not properly addressed, has not been taken care of. And, you know, honestly, some of this shit rots your brain. You know, if you have this many neurotransmitters floating around without anything to do, they just start to deteriorate things. You know what I mean? So Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to tell, like, what's a snap? What's something that's physical that has not been clinically diagnosed properly and has therefore like, you know, brain tumors, a brain tumor can push on areas of your brain and just completely change your personality altogether and make you do things that you would never, ever normally do. So I think there's a lot of this out there that could be happening, is happening, has not been properly diagnosed. And we've probably, you know, we do not do a very good job of dealing with women in this country and mental illness because we we just you know not we i would say them the they they like to just put them into oh she's crazy she's too emotional she's having her period she's blah blah blah, blah. uh somebody somebody attacked her baby so she went berserk and I'm like what if she's just fucking berserk you don't know yeah maybe she maybe yeah just because she has a kid doesn't mean she's not also an evil bitch and just because she doesn't have a kid doesn't mean she's one or wants one that's one that came up somewhere uh and i and i will find it in a minute but rebecca de mornay in the hand that rocks the cradle mm. oh my god yeah that bitch was fucking crazy but yeah. she also kind of justified in a weird way not in an okay way but in a you could see it in her own crazy mind how it worked yeah out. yeah i think that a lot of this a lot of the justifiable ones like carrie and stuff it's like yeah but this is a mental health issue where right. people aren't able to like properly grieve or properly uh, express their emotions. <laughs> but I, I, but again, I sometimes, you know, I'm at the office. I can't properly express my emotions. I haven't killed anybody yet, but not yet. Not yet. There not retired days. either. So <laughs> <laughs> there are days that I have absolutely conceived a plan in my head. <laughs> All, right. All right. So back to, back to the interwebs list. Okay. Um, casual birder podcast. Now, this is one I don't know from Blake's Seven, uh, Servalon, Servaralan. I don't know who I, that is. I'm so. out. I have no idea. It uh, must she be said anime. this is this is going to be really niche. So, some, but somebody else came back with the same thing. So I was like, there you go. You got a twin. Uh, after movie dinner, or excuse me, after movie diner has said, um, Tina Turner from Mad Max Thunderdome. Yes, but. We got the best movie song ever. We don't need another hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what the Kraga saw came back with Kai Wynn. Is that Star Trek? I can't remember what she's from. Anyway. And the name sounds super uh, familiar. I think, I think she was, she was like a leader of a, I want to say it's Star Trek, maybe from D-Space 9, but I'm no, not 100%. So oh, sorry about that, dude. Uh, popular parallax says Azula from Avatar. Um, 
Okay. And the after movie diner also said, I think this is Rosemary, Rosemary's baby. Well, but she's not really a villain. Yeah, she, I think that's who it is. I, it's again, it's a GIF. I don't know. Mm. The bitch from uh, Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade, the Nazi bitch. What's her name? Oh, yeah. The well, the uh, blonde one. Yeah, yeah. You her. know, I did like um, the terrible one, the Crystal Skull. She was awesome. Oh, that was Kate Blanchett. Yeah, Kate Blanchett. I love her, but not in that. That movie's garbage. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Cult of Domesticity has said female Moriarty. Uh, random Randy Savage, our buddy, said Morgan Le Fay. But so Irene Adler from Sherlock Holmes, the yep. one with Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. And then, well, she's not really a full-on villain, but well. you know, she's kind of she's kind of bad, but not terrible. Miss Hannigan from Annie came up a couple of times. Yeah. that's Cage's we Kiss did. podcast, dude. She was crazy. Yeah, we didn't bring her up. No, she scared the shit out of me as a kid. Okay, uh, Glory from Buffy season five, which is Claire, played by Claire Kramer, who I saw at Fandemic Tour last year. So very cool. Mm-hmm. So the Strange South podcast also said Joan Crawford from Mommy Dearest. Yep. Um, that no wire hangers thing. Uh, that terrified me. Okay, uh, Nisi is the one who said Rebecca De Mornay in Hand at Rock's Cradle. Hey, wait, wait. I want to talk about Joan Crawford. Okay. Does nobody talk about the fact that her lips are like completely overlined way outside her lips? Or is it just me? <laughs> it's just you. Okay. No, they're bad. No, they're, they're bad. Oh, just they're nobody terrible. talks about it. I know. Like when we see women like that, like on the street, we go... What the fuck's wrong with them? Why are they redrawing their lips? But then then the other part of me says, you know, back off. Let her be her. Whatever. Like there's a I I watch a lot of the HGTV app on my Apple TV since we don't have regular cable. Mm -hmm. So I watch a lot of this and, you know, they have to throw these damn commercials in and they're always the same six fucking commercials on a loop. I'm like, fix it. One of them is like a it's not Botox, but it's one of these. Botox type injections. It is like my face, my choice. Later, haters. And like, yeah, you know, I I have more than judged people when they say they're getting Botox and stuff. And then I'm like, you know what? What the fuck do I care? It's not my face. I, you know, whatever. Shoot poison in your face. I don't care. Be you, girl. Very, Be happy. A, a very good point. Very fair. So it's yep. so again, it's one of those where more part of my brain is you know addled by society and says, oh, that's weird. We should we should look at that and maybe put her on what not to wear and help her which i've also been watching a lot of lately and and the other part of me is like just do you i don't care was i agree i find that yes i do make snap judgments based on like societal Mm -hmm. right society broke us yeah but you know i'm allowed to look at stuff that just looks fucking weird and just like yeah whatever they can do whatever they want i'm just gonna say looks a little odd that's all but that's that's the thing that's my opinion and i can keep it in my brain or i can talk about it with you well john crawford's not gonna get all pissed off at us I think she's dead. So let's just double check. And if not, we do apologize, Miss Crawford, because I really do not want you to come after me with wire hangers. She, she died because... in 1977. She died before we were born. <laughs> All right. So like, Stephanie Davis on Twitter has said uh, Ursula Shigo from Kim Possible comes from Quick Bites Pod. Eric Aragorn, Bellatrix. Mm-hmm. Grinch Hands has got a fun gif here of uh, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. So that's yeah. fun. Those are good ones. They are good. Oh, and Nurse Ratched came up quite a bit from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's oh, Nest. Oh, yeah. That was Eric Aragorn. You know, it, it's easy to forget about Nurse Ratched. We didn't have, I didn't have her on the list either. I have never seen that movie. It was the movie of the year, the year I was born. So, but I've never seen it. You didn't watch it as an infant? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> 
Maybe. <laughs> I was at Star Wars, so maybe I was there. I have no idea. I have no memory of it. My parents didn't talk about it, so who knows? Uh, okay, so Ophelia, who did some of our beautiful artwork here on the show, mm-hmm. has given us a good list. Poison Ivy, Mystique, Ursula, um, <laughs> Dolores Umbitch, mm-hmm. I mean Umbridge, <laughs> uh, Cersei Lannister, Maleficent, the Evil Queen from Snow White, all the evil steps, so mothers and sisters, yep. the Wicked Witch of the West, uh, Madame Mim, I think she was from The Sword and the Stone, uh, Corella Deville and Morgana from, you know, the King Arthur stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Desiree says Mrs. Ver- Voorhees. So I assume that's Jason's mom. Hella, Maleficent, Poison Ivy. Valerie says Ursula. Sarah says the Baroness from the... Actually, she comes in and she said, uh, how about villains that now as an adult I identify with? Hmm? Ooh. So the ones that she has here are the Baroness from The Sound of Music. She said that bitch was cultured, rich, as hot, rich as fuck and hot as hell. She was a 10 and boarding school seems pretty acceptable for those brats. Uh, same for the girlfriend in the parent trap. Agreed. She's like, like these strong, independent women just living their best lives and these horrible children come and ruin it. <laughs> you tell she's one of my childless friends. Yeah, I would say that the um, the Baroness is a is a very good example that yeah, she didn't do anything wrong. And she actually no. had a lot of class the whole time. She yeah, she I mean, yeah, she's told him. She even told Maria straight up. She's like, yeah, he thinks he's in love with you because he did. And, you know, I mean, yeah, she was being a little bitch about it, but not really. She still was very classy. She didn't say anything that wasn't true or I don't know. She didn't do the typical thing. I'm going to make a scene in the middle of this social event. And yeah, yeah she, you know, took it very private. You know, if you're going to tell a bitch off for coming in on your man, because hello, that's kind of what happened. Um. Yeah. So, and then she also said uh, Miranda Priestley from The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I, there's no justification uh, there. She's just evil. No. Mm-mm. She's just mean. Uh, Chelsea up in Canada says Trunchbull from Matilda mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Jessica says Maleficent scared me to death when I was a child. Also, the evil stepmother in Cinderella, Cersei Lannister, Miranda Press, uh, Miranda Priestley, Dolores Umbridge. Oh, she she actually said, as per a previous Nerdy Bitches post, I'm going to say the T-Rex and Velociraptor clan in Jurassic Park. They were also pretty terrifying. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Krista Rar Party said the Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, Randy says Killer Frost. I think she's a good one. Oh, yeah. And justifiable, too, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on which, which universe is Killer Frost you're talking about. But At the you know, Arrowverse, definitely. Definitely uh, yeah. justified. Yeah. And so uh, Cersei... Uh, it was cutscene in Cupcakes. The movie Gap says Nurse, Nurse Ratched. Yeah. And Mama from Dread. Bad at Love podcast says Vanilla from Killing Eve. I don't know that one. Yeah. Yeah. She's a big, she's a big bad. Okay. <laughs> Warlock's Brew just says Meryl Streep. Oh. Now I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm hoping this is in a specific role because. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I love Meryl she Streep. Is, she is a delight. <laughs> she is delightful, sir. Uh, okay, and then Bryfy said Cruella Deville was all uh will was and always will be the meanest and scariest person ever. She wanted to murder puppies, so agreed. Bryfy, uh, honesty check podcast. Hella from Thor or Regina George from Mean Girls. And Jennifer Tracy, our lovely friend Jennifer, says Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. And Les Represent podcast says Glory from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. So. If you reached out and gave us your thoughts, 
We highly appreciate it and love that we had 30 full minutes of you talking to us. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. Yep, it's gonna, that's awesome. And I like that we, especially ones that brought up ones that we hadn't thought about. Totally. Yeah. I said some of the ones early on when I was making my list that popped up was like, oh, yeah. So that may be why my list was a little bit longer. But Mm -hmm. there were some great ones on there that I was not going to take credit for by any means. But they were awesome. So we we really appreciate you guys coming out to play with us. That was fun. All right. Okay. Well, I guess that's it. I do want to give us our Internet quote of the day. Yes, please. All right. This one is from, I believe, Tumblr or something. I have no idea who wrote it. The fact that McGonagall turns into a cat means that everyone has almost certainly seen her anus. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of turning into a cat. uh, Speaking of anuses. (laughs) I was not speaking of anuses. I was speaking of turning into a cat, though, because uh, I actually just sent you a little something in the mail as a little pick me up because I found I found a Funko Pop of Hermione as a cat. Yes. It was awesome. It was awesome. I did need a pick me up and so it was super it was so it was so appropriate. It said whenever you feel discouraged, yes. just remember that the brightest witch of her age accidentally turned herself into a cat once. Yep. So Yeah. You know, we all have shit times. Yep. But I, I think I'm gonna put that on a t shirt. Yeah, I think Maybe it needs to be on a t shirt. Mm-hmm. Maybe a sticker. You know what? We have you as Hermione. Maybe we can get Ophelia to draw you a cat face. We can put that shit on a sticker. Yeah, Mm. that'd be fun. Write that shit down. (laughs) So anyway, I think that's all that we have for today. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear from everybody. And um, thank you so much for your feedback. I think we got a lot of good female villains. Um, The fact we had so many repeated over and over again kind of says that we have uh, not enough female villains out there, but whatever. But this is still a really, you know, this is a much longer list now than what would have been even available 20 years ago. Oh, I know. Yeah, because Dolores wanted to have been there. Ursula wanted to have been there. Cersei wanted to have been there. Oh, no, Ursula no, would have been. No Cersei. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't remember when Wicked was written, but I don't think it got popular until at least the 2000s, right? Yeah. Nebula, no Nebula. Nope. No. no Regina George. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, but we really thank you guys for playing along with us. If you have a specific fandom that you would like us to talk about the women in that universe, uh, you can hit us up at contact us at nerdybitches.com. And maybe these are some things that we'll start putting out as Patreon content. We don't know. Yeah. So you can head our Patreon page as well. Patreon.com slash nerdybitches. All right, everybody. See you next week. See ya. provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com so heather's slightly psychotic it's cool